Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope everybody is having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the podcast. One of the cool things about it is you can listen anytime. Listen on your way to work. Listen uh, traveling. Uh, listen while you're sitting on the couch and your wife's trying to talk to you and you got your earbuds in your ear. Uh, not a good idea. She won't like me after that. But anyway, I appreciate you joining. I uh, appreciate you listening. If you are new, uh, welcome. Uh, and if you're somebody that's been listening to them, welcome back. I do these uh, as a little addition to my fishing channel that I have on YouTube, Dieter Melhorn Fishing, and uh, kind of do some uh, just some audio content uh, on this platform. Uh, it can be a little longer. It can be a little less uh, highly produced and highly edited. I don't put a lot into these things right now as far as high production value and a big intro and all that kind of stuff. Might jazz it up a little bit in 2020. That's the plan to bring in a few more people, uh, bring in some guests. I think that seems to work better. So that's kind of the plan going into 2020. But uh, for now, knocking out a couple more of these and uh, we'll slowly graduate over into that. Uh, if you stumbled across this podcast, don't know how you got here, don't know how to get back, just go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. I've got a link to the podcast. I've also got a link to all my YouTube stuff. Uh, there's even a gear section on there with all the fishing gear that I use. Uh, I've got a list of the guide service stuff that I do and just a whole bunch of different stuff on there. I've even got a blog that I really don't do enough stuff with. I should do more, but... Uh, I'm not doing this full-time and making a living doing this yet. So uh, for now, between doing the stuff on the YouTube channel and uh, doing the stuff here, and I've got something new, just a little FYI for you guys. Um, if you've been a subscriber to my YouTube channel, you'll know that I've done some hunting content, a lot of it with my son, turkey hunting, deer hunting, that kind of stuff. And uh, I had a couple early on when I started the channel that did really good, and uh, they actually went at that stage in my channel, semi-viral, well over 100,000 views with some of the stuff. So uh, it was good for my channel at that small level. But what has happened um, over the past several years, the channel has grown, past couple of years, um, the channel is very much known for fishing content, uh, specifically catfish and chasing catfish. People know I do that. Starting to put a little more content out there, a little more broad-ranging, but it's known as catfish content. That's what I'm I'm known for doing, and that's what I love to do. It's what I love to fish for. Uh, but I love deer hunting, and if y'all know, come uh, October, that's where I'm at. I don't fish really none of any of October into mid November, and uh, I, I I the first few years I shot some hunting videos, did some during turkey season. I love the videos, love telling the story. Most of them are with my son. I love that content, um, but. Here this year, they really didn't get much traction, and uh, to be perfectly honest, we didn't put a lot of effort into creating them this year. We kind of just sat back and hunted and didn't worry about it, and uh, that was fun, but uh, I had a lot of people reaching out to me. It was like, man, I love your hunting content. I love the stuff that you do hunting. I love the way you do it and enjoy it, and when are you going to do some more? So was on the verge of not doing any of it, totally doing away with it. And a buddy from the hunt club, a man's friend of mine, 
he said, I love those stories. I love what you do. I think a lot of people like it. You know, keep doing it. And gave us some thought. And what I decided to do was pull all of that content off of my fishing channel, or at least most of it. There's a couple I left up there. And I started a new channel, and it's called Time in the Stand. That is the name of the channel, Time in the Stand. It's on YouTube. And that is going to be where I'm going to put the hunting content. Uh, I say hunting. It's really more outdoors, land-based life, I guess. This is the best way to describe it. It's not fishing. This is the best way to summarize it. And uh, it's kind of what we do in the lifestyle we live. Uh, you can expect to see uh, deer hunting. You can expect to see turkey hunting. You can expect to see the preparation for that. Uh, you'll probably be seeing me cooking barbecue here at the house. Uh, it's going to be a little more wider, broader reaching platform, uh, or not a platform, but a channel. Just uh, that's going to be non-fishing. So the, there won't be any fishing content on there. So if you're into the fishing and that's all you do, uh, you're better off sticking to Dieter Melhorn Fishing, which isn't going away. And we're not reducing anything that's going on in there. Still be just as much content, if not more. Uh, and uh, we'll be talking about it here on the podcast. But if you like the hunting stuff and just like a little more of the lifestyle stuff, then uh, definitely check out Time in the Stand, a uh, brand new channel. Um, trickling out videos as we speak a few at a time and getting them up. So go check that out. If you like it, subscribe. I would appreciate it. It's really been interesting to start at zero and work up. And I literally started at zero. I put the channel up a few days ago. I contacted my buddy who kind of talked me into doing it from the hunt club. I said, dude. Channel's up. There are no subscribers. You get to be the first one. So he was the first subscriber to the channel. And uh, from there, I'm up to 47, uh, four or five days later. So any of you guys that have YouTube channels out there, I'm with you. I know your struggle. So uh, we're starting at the ground and working our way up. But anyway, what I was going to go into today, the taping of this, it's uh, Christmas Eve. Actually, let me think. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas. So um, it's uh, early in the winter. And... Uh, uh, it, it, it's, you know, temperatures are uh, seasonal. You know, we, we've got we've got lows in the 30s, sometimes upper 20s, and, you know, highs in the 40s, 50s. Had a pretty good bit of rain here recently in the southeast where I'm at. And uh, it's pretty much seasonal. Uh, it's about what you'd expect this time of the year. And uh, any of you guys who have been fishing, wanting to go fishing, uh, talk to anybody that has been fishing or looked at it on, you know, Facebook, uh, anywhere else, you've probably seen that, for the most part, fishing's been tough here in the past week or so two weeks ago uh wasn't too bad uh three weeks ago yeah catching a lot of fish things were on fire it's great fishing but here recently things have really just like the brakes hit and this isn't something that's isolated at the lake i'm fishing uh i'm hearing this in a lot of places that it, it it's kind of shut down and um I have a, a an idea, a thesis on why that happens, uh, why it's happening, and why it seems to happen every year about this time, and I'm going to go over that a little bit. Um, we seem to see this uh, about this time of the year, somewhere around here, maybe a week later, maybe a week before, and it, it has to do, our thinking is, with what has happened with the water temperatures. And uh, again, there's no real way to really know exactly what's going on, but it seems to happen around this time. Once it's been cool for a while and temperatures, they, the average, the mean temperature, daily temperature starts to drop. And that is what has been happening slowly, slowly, slowly as we get less and less and less daylight, more and more and more darkness, uh, the, the mean temperature is going to drop. And uh, my thesis is, is that what is happening is the entire water column is starting to cool. 
So what used to be different areas of, you know, just cold water on the bottom, warm water on the top, it's pretty much starting to become the same temperature throughout the water column for most lakes. Now, granted, if you get into something that's super, super deep, that may be different, but um, that is my thinking. Because what I've noticed is the water coming out of the dams, when we would run up to the dams, the water coming out, that's coming out of the bottom of the lake is where that water comes from. And uh, our mid-column on the lake and that is those temperatures have slowly 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 started to go down uh lower and lower and lower and uh as we see that happening um it seems like the bite gets worse and worse and worse and worse and what i think would happen the good news is in all of this is that it's going to get better and it's probably going to be getting better within a few weeks here Better at least to the point of where it's a little more predictable and fish are feeding and moving. Uh, it seems like when this happens, it's almost like the fish kind of have to get their heads together a little bit and just figure out what the heck's going on. Now, when you add in a bunch of rain, cold water, new water moving into a system, depending on where you're at in the country, that just makes things that much worse and that much complicated. But generally what starts to happen, uh, you know, in a few weeks here, a week, who who knows what the timeline is, but you'll start to catch fish again. Fish will start to be feeding. I mean, they're, they're, you're not going to go back to the super high catch rates of two or three fish an hour that you had in, you know, September and October, but you'll start to catch fish a little more predictably again. And you're going to start noticing some covered in mud. That's generally what has been happening uh, for years and years is you, once you get out of that phase, they, they, you start catching them, they're covered in mud. And that, you know, our thinking is, I've never seen a camera down there looking at them, but generally that is inactive and non-moving functioning fish. They're basically just laid up down there. It's almost, you'll see a mud line on them. It's almost like just their gills and their head and dorsal fin is sticking up out of the mud. I don't know what they do. I would love to see what they look like down there. But it's almost like they're just kind of, nested up down there in the silt and uh, i don't know if they see this everywhere in all parts of the country we see it definitely in the southeast in our reservoirs uh may not be as dominant in um you know some of the rivers and stuff rocky bottoms that kind of stuff but with the blue catfish especially and uh even the uh i caught a flathead the other day was out fishing bite was horrible it was the only fish i caught all day i caught a ton of white perch was parked in a place that had a bunch of white perch and I'll have that fish in a video here coming up, I think, within a week or so, but uh, first part of January. And uh, bottom of that fish covered in mud, just he'd been laying in a bunch of silty, mucky mess on the bottom and was probably semi-inactive. When I actually hooked him, he came in like he was just very lethargic, hardly any fight. But that's the uh, the good news is that it's going to get better. Uh, I, 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 it generally gets better unless we have a super duper horrible cold snap right now, end of uh, December, first part of January here in the Southeast, our water temperature is around 50. Now, obviously you guys in different parts of the country, further North, uh, upper Midwest, uh, it's a totally different ball game. And, uh, you know, you probably, if you have blue catfish, it's all that you probably went through this, uh, you know, a month ago, <laughs> six weeks ago, who knows how far it was back. I think some of you guys may be starting to get ice on your lakes already, which is crazy for us down here to imagine. But uh, you guys fish in a whole different world. But here in the you know the southeast, uh, those temperatures uh, have went down into the low fifties. I was seeing fifty to forty two. Was heard some stuff this morning. There were some forty eight, forty nine degree water temperatures from some guys. So uh, you know, obviously that mean temperature is going to be somewhere there in the middle. 
And as those temperatures cool, so will the rest of the water column to a certain point. And uh, that's kind of what's uh, what I believe is happening and what I believe contributes to this bad bite. Now, there are some people that, you know, blame someone of a turnover, if you will. We don't really have a true turnover, but there may be some, you know, shifting around of biomass. Usually we see that in like September, October, though. We see that that change in the water color and i've heard that blame to a bunch of different things i'd love to get a biologist on here to talk about that uh that it is plankton that is dying and that is changing the water color and the ph in the water and uh you know affecting the oxygen levels and the bite and everything else so uh, maybe we can get somebody on there this year that actually knows what they're talking about on that from the scientific end but um but yeah for now it's going to get better that's that's the good thing there's a lot of there's a lot of big fish caught in the winter. It's tougher fishing. Uh, even if you're able to get out on the water, it's tough fishing. Uh, you know, be prepared. Be safe. That's another thing, guys. Uh, the other day I got on my boat, dropped it in the water, and because I've got a Carolina Skiff DLV with uh, flotation in the hull, it's like basically having insulation in there. And I had ice on the deck of my boat. So, uh, you know, be careful. You got to uh, – stuff starts freezing up. If you're crazy enough to go fishing like I am, uh, you need to be careful because those decks can be slippery. Uh, you don't want to wind up in the water. You don't want to just wind up falling and busting your head open. Um, and, you know, the same thing with the docks themselves. They can get iced over and get stuff on them. And, yeah, just be careful if you're out there in the winter. But, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good time to be out. The lakes are nice and solitary right now. Uh, it's nothing but fishermen out there. And if you're able to fish during the week, you may not see hardly anyone out on the water because there's very few people out during the week. Uh, fishing right now but it's a good time to catch big catfish once things stabilize and get going if you're on a reservoir that has uh, uh, this power generation uh, which most uh, pretty much all of them are uh, they'll they'll have water releases from the dams dams are generating electricity obviously there's a increase in demand for electricity when it's cold and a lot of times you can almost time it out some places have scheduled releases and they notify people of you know when the water's being released but uh, here in the Carolinas, uh, or at least on the Catawba chain and Yak, and they don't really have a scheduled release time. And uh, uh, it's kind of a, you kind of have to figure it out. In the wintertime, generally, those releases happen in the morning because uh, people are getting up, turning on the lights, taking showers, turning on the heat, people going to businesses, open up. And usually that's when we get our water releases. So, uh, if you can get up and gut it out early in the morning when it's cold, it's a good time to be out there. And uh, you may get some water moving. And a lot of times that can uh, help you catch some fish, spark a bite, get those fish feeding. Uh, it almost seems like a lot of our fish get into a cycle of uh, uh, of only feeding when the water's moving in the wintertime. Uh, sometimes it can be the only time you actually catch any fish is when that you know, water release is going on. So uh, kind of playing that card can help you. Uh, it's not always the answer. There are times when you can do some drifting and dragging on some major, bigger lakes uh, and catch fish just fine. And that's you know when I'll be doing part of the time here. That seems to be when you can really get into the numbers of fish and uh, you know the a uh, lot of the medium-sized fish to smaller biggins, as we call it, uh, it's a good time of the year to be getting onto those. So uh, it's a good time to be fishing. It's a good time to be on the water. And uh, but it can be frustrating right now. So don't feel like the Lone Ranger. It's not you. Uh, it's happening to a lot of people. Happened to me. Uh, I've had some days where I'm catching a fish. I mean, it's bad. I uh, 
went out the other day and was going to film a video on winter fishing and dragging planer boards, and I think I caught one fish, and I turned that into a crappy fishing video or crappie fishing. Uh, it was a crappy video, so we went crappie fishing is what it turned into, and uh, I ended up going uh, and catching a bunch of crappie. I think I caught uh, uh, a limit of 20 of them and uh, had a bunch that I released, and uh, the, the fishing for catfish dragon baits, it was not working, man. It was bad. It was slow, 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 and I covered a lot of water. Had some buddies that were out fishing that were catching one or two fish in the entire day. So uh, it can be widespread, and there's not a lot you can do when that happens. And uh, you just kind of have to get it out and stick with it. Uh, maybe fish for something else. Uh, I hate to uh, throw the towel in and say, hey, it ain't working. But listen, uh, if you're like me, I like to catch fish. Sometimes I go out there and I'm just trying to swing the fence for the fence and catch a big, big fish. But uh, I like catching fish. So that's what I did. I changed gears. I had one show that I filmed. I uh, started catching perch. I think I caught, I don't know, probably 75 or 100 of them. I mean, it was a pile of them. And uh, you know, another one went crappie fishing. Some of those fish are still biting for whatever reason. Why is the catfish not biting? Don't really know. I'm not sure what the uh, what it is, unless they're just not liking the temperature or what. I'm not sure what the deal is. So, uh, But we keep on fishing, keep on digging, keep on scratching, and try to put some fish in the boat. So hopefully that gives you a little mo- motivation there, folks. I uh, Again, if you're new to the uh, podcast, uh Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening this long into it. Uh, Try to subscribe to it. Um, It's available on all the major uh, podcast platforms. And uh, try to do at least one a week. Uh, We'll probably try to up the game some here uh, as we get a little more in fishing season and move past the holidays. Uh, And, yeah, let me know any of your ideas, too, on what you like to hear. The best thing to do is uh, send me a message. Go to my website, DieterMillhornFishing.com. There's contact information on there. That is the best thing to do. Send me a message there. Uh, I have, obviously, a Facebook page, uh, Dieter Melhorn Fishing on Facebook. But sometimes those messages I don't get and see. They get, I don't know, there's some way of, there's a couple of different messaging routes on there, and I don't always see them. Sometimes it's days or weeks. So I apologize for a lot of those people that sent a message a month ago, and I finally find it and see it on there. Best place is DieterMelhornFishing.com. Get her to contact section. Reach out to me there. Uh, you know, just just send an email. There's an email link on there. An email I get hourly, uh, multiple times an hour, and usually can respond back to you fairly quickly and uh, answer any questions that you have or just read your suggestions. Uh, if you just got a suggestion for a podcast idea, something that you think, uh, you know, hey, people will be interested in, a lot of these podcasts have come from those ideas that people have sent in, and uh, I appreciate that and uh, enjoy doing them. So that's it for now. Uh, I'm going to get out of here, and we'll catch you guys on the water.